Hey, cafeteriaites, if you want to see us embarrass ourselves even more than we already do, join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash cafeteriapod. More content, more laughs, more reasons to make fun of us. And hey, we put the money towards really important things, you know, like Johnny trying to grow facial hair, or Brent trying to keep his feet attached, or Ryan trying to grow arms. You can get in for only five bucks. So go to patreon.com slash cafeteriapod. Enjoy the show. Yeah, that's right. We're just going to get this hog started off real proper on this episode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Johnny, your sweet, savory voice is, uh, is giving me a semi right now. Mm, that's right. Semi-automatic. Just rifling up your ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rifle? I don't know what that I don't know. You're every R&B artist about to hit the like the lyrics on a song. Girl. I know I, I messed up. I, I, I don't normally do this, but... Uh. Girl, when she said she was your sister, I didn't actually believe her. I'm so sorry. I got an AL-15 for that ass. She's my twin sister. Right. We look exactly the same. <laughs> Oh, what up, fellas? What are we doing? How we living? What's I'm life good. about? I'm good, man. Man, old oh, Ron P. Tired as hell, man. That's why I didn't uh, didn't insult the cafeteriaites to start the episode. I, uh, I, I gotta tell you, I saw the look in Brent's face. He was shocked. I was surprised. I didn't know what the hell to think of this. I thought maybe the show was over. I didn't know. You know, I, I just uh, so so a little disclosure. I, I took a red eye. Mm-hmm. I, I, I took a red eye. Uh, I had had a little showcase last night. Oh, uh, uh, for the old uh, for the old Netflix uh, is a joke festival. Yeah. Thing. So okay, that's a big deal. Tell us yeah. about that, Ryan, and your yeah. successes. Yeah, just did just did a little did a little five minute showcase at the old Dynasty typewriter in L.A. Which, if you haven't been to that venue, that venue is dope. I've heard it's pretty sweet. It's like it's like an old school theater, and 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 like they have these like cool like vintage typewriters. Is kind of like what's dressing the stage. It's a really cool space. I was I was very impressed by it. Mm-hmm. So you had to be the biggest name on the show, then, right, Ryan? Of course. Um, I mean, it depends on biggest. I, I had the I had the as Johnny pointed out during the Patreon episode. I definitely had the biggest face. It's true. Uh, yeah. It, for yeah. those, go ahead, Brent. You can explain his face. Got it. It looks like Ryan uh, has sucked up a whole bunch of bees in his mouth, and they stung his face. Oh, and you're all <laughs> quite puffy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it looks like I'm constantly cosplaying my girl. I, I was going to say the kid from Mask, but I mean, you know, either one, they're both compliments. Well, Johnny said that, Ryan, your face looks bigger than normal, but it, it is at a lower angle. Yeah. Normally your camera, because you're on the road, your camera's a little bit yeah. higher. Yeah, yeah. Right, right now I'm at my sister-in-law, or my sister's place, uh, mm-hmm. and I'm tired because I, I took the red eye, and, and, and I, don't, I don't plain sleep well. I've learned to do it a little bit, mm. but it's just it's not the <clears throat> most ideal uh, sleeping scenario for a man of my girth. Question. I, uh, go ahead, Brent. I, I was going to say, I if I know I'm going to sleep on a plane, I go to the bathroom and change, and I look exactly like the sleepy time tea bear on the plane. <laughs> Matching PJs? Matching PJs, and I try to f- light a fire. They uh-huh. frown on that. Oh, I mean, I, I, I basically like I, I fly in sweatpants exclusively. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah I, I know it used to be the thing where like, like, 
old every time you see like an old movie or old clip from an airport we're flying like, in a suit yeah yeah everybody's wearing like suit and tie and fancy shit the uh. second they made you start taking off your belt i was like sweatpants exclusive because that's a because for me like this is a very me specific problem but for me to wear a belt i can't put the belt on while i'm wearing the pants sure i have to like run <clears throat> through first and then kind of put the pants on that way uh, i learned my mistake the first time uh, that I wore jeans because they make you take the belt off. And then I had to go into the disgusting airport bathroom in one of the stalls, take my pants all the way off. Do a little wiggle. belt. Yeah. Put it back on. And I was like, never again. So instead, what I did this time, because I had a show right before I went to the airport, oh. um, is I um, uh, I just basically got pants in the parking garage. What? Yeah. It was, it was a hot move. Explain more, please. I don't know. Well, I'm sure the, the camera uh, will shoot. The video will be on TMZ soon. Like, is that America's Got Talents finalist huge hog? We caught uh, him with Ryan Niemiller in the parking garage. Yeah, We didn't talk to him. We just caught him. We just caught mm-hmm. him. Red-handed. <laughs> Showing his penis to the to the cars. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever flown dressed up? No. no. Oh, it sucks. I've barely dressed up. Yeah, I know. I've done it because... Okay, so when I did... When I did my first um, live event little tour for the with the SmackDown uh, brand, it was uh, three nights. It was December 29, 30, and 31 of uh, 2019, right? It was Toronto, Montreal, L.A. No one really said they, – they said what I have to look like when I show up at the arena, but no one said what I have to look like when I travel. So I'm like – I dress like you guys when I travel, but I'm thinking all paranoid and shit. I'm like, well, Jesus Christ, I don't know who's going to be on my plane. What if Roman Reigns is – sitting in first class you know what i mean so like i i wore a goddamn suit on the plane not fun at all i looked like i was really important and i was about to go do some shit and close some deals get some coffee you are really important and when i see you post pictures of you uh, announcing wrestling stuff i always mean to comment johnny you're you're a good looking man in a suit you look sharp in a suit johnny you pull it off <laughs> brent always means to comment i'm a good looking man in a suit. you are thanks i appreciate it yeah, yeah. I can pay you a compliment without saying something shitty. I'd prefer if you said something shitty. Yeah. Yeah. You it, don't uh, know how to you don't know the length of a tie worth a fuck, but no you no. <laughs> I don't. I don't know how to tie one either. I gotta watch YouTube every time. That uh, now I uh, I I'll be honest, Brent, because you, you usually with, with any of us, if we compliment, we have some snark behind it. Yeah. No, that was you, genuine. You, 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 you did you even got me a little worried there. I was like, I was like, what's 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 the angle here? Who's the mark? No, I'm just saying you look good in a suit, Johnny. Oh, pool boy. Thank you. I appreciate that a lot. So uh, we're going to require you to wear a suit on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm tired of you bringing down the good looks of this podcast by not wearing a suit, Johnny. So How about this? We're currently at 18, count them, 18 patrons. We get up to 20. I'll wear a goddamn suit when we record. Nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm all for that. And if we get to 22, Windsor. and if we get to 25, I'll put pants on. Okay. <laughs> then I'll say 30, um, the patrons get to pick your tie. <laughs> and if we get to 35, all of it comes off when we record. <laughs> and 50, uh, I'll kill myself <laughs> live on the podcast. I'm over Let's... here making accounts. <laughs> <laughs> Brett and I are going to split the cost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just, this gets like one one bonus is just really dark 
Like the rest of them are fun. 30, I'll wear a suit. 50, I'll get mauled by dogs. Like, wait, Ryan's what? like 50, and I'll try autoerotic asphyxiation in an extreme manner. On camera this time. Yeah. 75, I'll drink everything under the sink. Like, whoa. Yo, so tell us about the showcase. So five minutes, dude. Not yeah. easy to figure that. I mean, it's almost like AGT all over again, for God's sake. Yeah, and, and and I'll tell you, like, um, I was having this conversation with Nat too. Um, just Which it, is, it, that's your manager. Let's clarify. Yes, that is also your about, manager, Brent. Yeah, she's my manager as well. Yeah, manager yeah, Nat, Nat, we'll call her. Yeah, Nat is fantastic. We love Nat, and she yeah. listens every week. So hi, Nat. Love we Nat. Love what up, National what Geographic? Up, Nat. Um, but but like it 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 sounds and it's a little kind of counterintuitive if you don't do what we do. But, like, I've been doing an hour for the last several years. Mm-hmm. And when they're like, okay, you only get five minutes, it, it's such a different animal mm-hmm. to try to attack. It, it's For me, it's a thousand times harder. It is. It's like all of a sudden, hey, you're doing a late night set tomorrow. Get ready. Yeah, because yeah, the, the, the pacing has to be different. The energy is different. You know, if I'm doing my hour, I take 10, 15 minutes to kind of feel out the crowd, basically to see what they're going to be into. Like, oh, they want this to be a dirtier show. I'll go this way. They didn't like any of the dirty stuff. Okay, we can transition this way. Like, you're kind of getting a feel for what the energy is. For this, like, like to a certain extent, when you're doing only five minutes, it feels like you're almost guessing ahead of time because you don't really have a time to, like, fix it if you didn't do it correctly. So you're like, I think this is what they're going to want, so this is what I'm trying. Did anybody eat shit on the show besides you? Uh, <laughs> it was mostly me. Uh, I I did I did I went like first and I did so poorly they canceled the rest of the show. <laughs> uh, we're they're giving ref- refunds at two and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, no more comedy on streaming services now, thanks to me. People are going home like they canceled it. What 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 did someone say? No, it was just the first dude was so bad they just canceled <laughs> it. It just just comedy's comedy's dead. It's a dead art form. Now, so how many people were on the showcase? So we're talking five-minute sets. What they pack? Like 15 people on there? I think it was 15 or 16. God yeah. damn. And Brensky, I got to say, a little surprised. You have to be doing one, right? No. And unless you guys are breaking the news to me right now. No. no, no I was just... actually breaking the news that they said explicitly, <laughs> no Brent Terhune. God damn it. Again. Again. Which was, it was, it was weird. That, it was like the weirdest pre-show pep talk I've ever I've ever heard for economics. You, Ryan, you could have requested to have Brent Trahune in the green room on your right, and you mm-hmm. blew yeah. it. No, I, I, I'm actually the one that spearheaded this movement. And yeah, afterwards, no. I believe they said, and this is not a joke from Netflix. <laughs> Am I right? I was and... at home pulling my pud, so. Yeah, you were. <laughs> right, so what was it? Did you enjoy it? Like, how how crowded was it? Uh, the, there was It wasn't packed as far as, like, uh, it, it was mostly uh, other people's representation Ugh. in the audience. Rough. <laughs> it was, so it was a lot you, of the other comics managers. Did uh, anybody swoop in and hand you a business card and say they want to be in the Ryan Neemiller business? Nah, I mean, I mean, I did. <laughs> okay. To myself. You uh, just said and like snuck over to the side and I would like to be in the Ryan Neemiller <laughs> yeah, business. That's what I did. <laughs> I, I talked in an old coffee can to change my voice. <laughs> you were talking to somebody behind a wall. <laughs> Exactly. No, don't come in here. Totally real agent. And then there's one guy standing in the back of the room who literally is in black and white going, I'll tell you what, that kid gets good face. 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I thought my set was okay. Uh, I I don't I don't really know what my five minutes is at this yeah. point. Just I haven't had to work on it. I've been doing my hour. Um, I, I felt like it went all right, but it's never it's. I, I never feel like my sets are perfect. And what's this for? Like an actual festival where they film it, or so, just so they're a doing for this particular one? They're doing um, uh, a net, Netflix is a joke kind of festival thing in LA in like May, and, and this was kind of like they're they're doing showcases to be a part of a show for that. So this is the same thing where like Chappelle's doing a bunch of shows. Uh, I believe uh, Gabriel Iglesias when he's doing the Dodger Stadium show. That's a part of all this. So there's like really big shows associated with it. And then there's like other kind of like smaller showcase type shows involved too. Hmm. All right. They're probably going to film them. I'd imagine. Yeah. Yeah. There, 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 was, there was a lot of funny comics on the show. Uh, I, 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 I technically am an LA guy now because of just proximity, but I haven't done a lot of shows up there. So a lot of these people I was beating for the first time, I got to see Carmen Morales, who I love and I've known for years. And Carmen's mm-hmm. fantastic. She's nice, yeah. I got to see, I hadn't got to see her in a long time. So was she, she on there? Showcase. Yeah, she was on the on the showcase and tight. Yeah, yeah, everyone was cool. Like, like I felt like a fish out of water. It's a weird thing because, like, like I said, I haven't been up to LA much, and everyone knew everyone else, and I just knew Carmen basically. Mm. So it's always it's always kind of weird just being like, hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to make friends. I'm almost forty. <laughs> well, on Is behalf that how of you Brett introduce I, yourself, yeah, right. I do. I'm almost forty, um, and I don't know how to meet people. Hi, <laughs> I'm the almost forty-year-old friend Virgin. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go uh, hang out in the bathroom for an hour because I'm scared. Well, on behalf of Brent and I, Ryan, we sure hope you don't fucking get it. So, best of luck yeah. to you. Thank you. Because the second I get it, I'm done with you, broads. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, oh, we cool. we hope it was a big old waste of gas money. It was well. I mean, I don't think I'm going to get it because I didn't have the right jokes because this guy from my hometown got a hold of me too late. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> to give me give me the material I needed. Right, man, on. I got something for you. You putting your little skits. Yeah. So so so. Full disclosure. Um, I, I doubt he listens to the show, but if he does, like. These type of situations, I believe the people are coming from a good place. There's no, there's no like ill will in this. But uh, a random guy that I grew up with, uh, he was he was older than me, but he lived in the trailer park. Wow. At the same time, when I lived in the trailer park, uh, who Got still it. lives up near my hometown, um, is uh, offering me some jokes uh, that he's been writing. <laughs> But since I'm a professional comedian, he wants to give me first crack at them. I mean, look, Ryan, he's just trying to give you a little business. <laughs> he's trying to give me all the business right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I, I'm maybe I'll, I'll, I'll put it to the cafeteria if I should take him up on this. Because I haven't got the jokes yet. So I haven't engaged in this. Mm-hmm. But he has tried to video call me on Facebook twice today. So you nope. know he's serious. No shit. Nobody needs to video chat anybody on Facebook. We don't yeah. need to do that. No. Yeah. It's a weird thing. So uh, the here, here's the uh, here's kind of the exchange, and I have not replied to any of this yet. I want you guys to let me know what I should do here. Oh boy. So the first message: Hey, buddy, I was thinking of some Chuck Norris things that I would like to send to you since you actually get paid for being funny. 
What? But so, he didn't so say jokes. He just said Chuck Norris things, right? So, so, so what I'm guessing that entails is um, he has written some Chuck Norris jokes so that I could be the most famous comedian on the internet in 2005. Yeah, man. Wait, so you think he's writing like Chuck Norris uh, fucked up a library and then ate the books, like those kind of things? Yeah. Like, like Chuck like, Norris falls in the water. He doesn't get wet. The water gets Chuck Norris. Yeah, like those type of jokes. It'll like, get your pussy wet. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, under Chuck Norris's beard, he actually, instead of a chin, he has another fist. Like those Man. type of things. Wow. And, 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 and which I'll admit, I thought Chuck Norris jokes were funny. But it's a product of like literally 2004, 2005. Like it, it's they're old. pretty, they're pretty similar to the the most interesting man in the world jokes that were from the Dosek Keys commercials. Yeah, mm. yeah, that, that's basically what it is. So that, so that's the first thing. Um, he doesn't want money. Oh, because um, he's obviously financially independent. Clearly, yes. Yes. He says yes. just give me a special thanks on your first album. Okay. Um, Okay. So another attempted video call that I missed. Oh dear God! Uh, and then here is this one. So do you want my jokes or not? Oh, this guy's nickname is Buffalo Bill. I think this yeah. might not be good. If not, I'll just put them on Facebook. And what's the timeline of first message to do you want my jokes or not? Uh, first message because he. Uh, let me see. First message. Whoa. Would have been the fir the first attempted video call that I missed, and this because I was I was at the airport and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't have answered it anyway because even if my mom tries to video call me on Facebook, I'm rejecting that shit. It was an accident. If you like, yeah, like doing. every video call that I've ever gotten on Facebook, I assume was a butt dial. Yeah, yeah. because no one uses the video calls on Facebook. That's and you have you seen this guy since high school? No, it, it's been a long time. So he still lives up near my hometown. And I'm doing a show for, like, my hometown's, like, big yearly festival thing. You think that's in, why maybe he thought August. of you or something? Yeah, and I think he wants me to potentially use some of these punchlines during the event. And you know what he's going to do oh. when you hit those lines, right? Yeah. Lean yeah, over that. and be like, that was mine. That was mine, yeah. That's exactly what every comic does when you give somebody a tag. Oh, one hundred lead over. Uh, that I wrote that one. That's me. Yeah, I did that. That's that me right there, man. With that. So, so there's there's a four hour gap. So it's eleven fifty six was the first attempt. Four oh three was the PM. Second. PM. Yeah, that. And this okay. is today. Uh, so, do you want the jokes or not? And not to put them on Facebook. Here's the one that threw me off. Um, that he's his comparison here. Um, even Eddie Murphy had Keenan Ivory Wayans write some stuff for him. <laughs> that was him trying to prove that he was a comedy historian right there. That's what no, that no, was. No, and in this situation, apparently, I'm Eddie Murphy, and he <laughs> is Keenan Ivory Wayans. Yeah, yeah. I really would love to see you in all leather, Ryan. Oh, I mean. Because your ass get hot. 80 <laughs> patrons, I'll wear the leather suit. <laughs> From Raw or Delirious. And then 85, I will asphyxiate in it and die. Oh, my God. God, uh, I love this guy. This has the makings of Stan from the Eminem song all over it. Next yeah. one is I. We waited for four hours in the blistering cold <laughs> to sign a starter yeah. cap, and you still said no. And it says I won't post it on Facebook if you use them, so other people won't say the punchline, especially if you're going to Touch of Dutch this year. So Touch of Dutch is the festival that I'm going to be performing at in my hometown. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and, and he also is, just to give you a perspective, like, he thinks that, like, enough people are going to be paying attention to his Facebook that if he puts them on Facebook, if I try to use the jokes during my performance, people will say the punchline before I get to it. Mm-hmm. Because they'll already have seen his Facebook to know his Chuck Norris jokes. I think it's a matter of time until he sends you a video of him filming himself going, would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. <laughs> like, but I wrote you some big fat jokes because you're a big fat person. Yeah, like, again, I, I think this is one of those things that like, and, and we comics deal with this a decent amount like it happens. I think this is coming from a good place where, like, in yeah. his head, he legitimately just, like, he thinks this is going to be helpful. But this is not how jokes get written. Like, any joke that I would ever tell that, like, just a fan told me would be, hey, listen to this ridiculous thing that a fan told me that I should tell a joke about. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's what the punchline would be, you know? like. I- at least a quarter of all things a fa- somebody after a show says they're racist. At least a quarter. If yeah, yeah. I, I, I would say, like, and, and it's always weird to me because that, that, that happens a lot. Like, like people will see my act, and my act has nothing that's you know racially. I don't talk about race. <laughs> that's a, yeah. I, I don't talk about like like those are things that just I do not do that as part of my. It's just not what I do. And then people will like will see my act and be like. That's fun. I, I, got, I got a joke that you could use in your act next time. I think it would, I think you would like this. So two black guys go <laughs> like, what did you hear me say <laughs> during <Yeah>. that act? <laughs> like, it, it's always, yeah, it, it's always, it, it's either, it's either racist um, uh, about abusing your wife or girlfriend. There's or always, something yeah. that just makes no sense at all. Yeah, or, or, or it's like, or something. It's like really like, like, oh man, you can't say anything anymore. You can't even tell this joke about raping children or like whatever horrible time. It's always something that's so over the top that like people just don't have a sense of humor anymore. Where you can't talk about banging babies. <laughs> You're just like, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'm all for cancel culture, but I really have missed out on the banging babies jokes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's just. Uh, I, I, I had one guy like try to tell me those jokes, and I was like, "No, like it's like edge or stuff." He's like, "I'm not being edgy. I'm the edge." Ah, <laughs> I like I like how that dude who wants to sell you the or not sell you the jokes, give you the jokes is like Jones in to get him out there, to where like he won't even give you 24 hours to think about it. He's like four hours in, like, "Yo, I got to get these on the Facebook." If not, yeah. and, and I know where this comes from too. It, it's a situation, and and it's it's flattering in a way. Um, I, I don't say this to sound like a dick, but like I'm the biggest thing that like came out of my hometown because it's a really small hometown. Like I'm the biggest thing that happened since we got a stoplight. Right. Like that's Hennessy, the kind yeah. of town that I I'm from, and, and I think a lot of people who just are kind of still stuck in that area or feel like they're stuck in that area, like they want to be a part of something mm-hmm. that's bigger than just kind of still being in the hometown area kind of thing, mm-hmm. and, and so they think like oh. If I give him this joke and he uses it, now I am a part of this. Yeah. I, I, I had it a lot during the AGT run, especially. Like, people are just like, this is a really cool thing that's happening. I want to be a part of this so that, like, I feel like like I've done something bigger. 
And, no, and because he, from a psychology standpoint, he wants to be a part of your uh, that that uh, event in your town, the the big purge or whatever the fuck. Yeah, the, the touch of Dutch. You know what you should do is you should just have him open for you. I, I really Give him five minutes, <laughs> oh, please. Say, hey, bro, you get five minutes of Chuck Norris, you can get on stage before me. You open up and you yeah. light that bitch on fire. Yeah, I want to go to a hot crowd. Mm-hmm. That's right. Do karate chops. Make them happen. Yeah. So basically, this is just a, a public service announcement. If you're, if you're a fan, we love you. Do not write material for it. Like, we will never use it. It's no, a- you can write material for me. Please, go right ahead. <laughs> I mean, Johnny could use the help. I'll use it. See, see, Johnny, I, I would write you some jokes, but uh, I'm not a fan. I know. Of what you do. That's so. why I don't ask. Everything so. you write for Johnny is just to sabotage. Exactly. I've been, I've been, I've been undercutting him for, for 15 years since we met. Ryan, did you have any crazies uh, from America's Got Talent, like, like when it was airing, people sliding in and being like, you know, saying whatever to you? Uh, I didn't have it too bad, um, which I think is the benefit of just being a dude. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't the, imagine the, what a woman gets in her DMs. Oh, just a normal, not even like a woman who's on TV or like. Show on, me your bobs. Yeah, yep, open yep. bobs, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the I I didn't I I mean I got some people who like go out of their way to like give you like hate tweets and shit like that, which never makes sense. Yeah. Um, but like, like the the only ones that really weirded me out because like, I I, I knew what I was getting into, and, and most of their feedback that I got was positive, mm-hmm. and, and I would rather focus on that. Yeah, but, but I like, don't. Give me the dirt. <laughs> the, the only ones that were creepy, um, there was maybe three or four dudes who are probably in their like forties or fifties, just looking at like the profile picture kind of stuff, who were furious at me that I eliminated uh, the 10-year-old opera prodigy girl. Right, because you had a say in... <laughs> yeah, which, which just full disclosure, uh, and I, we may have talked about this before, but just kind of just for how that show works, when you're on the actual like voting portion where the audience votes, you're not... It, it's just, uh, say there's 10 acts that performed... The top five based on votes move on. It's like one of those type of things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's numbered one through ten. But the way they kind of do the drama of it when they announce who's moving on and who's eliminated, they'll call up like one person who made it through and one who didn't, and you kind of have this tense moment where you're kind of looking, and then Terry Crews will be like, "Ryan Niemeyer moves on." Like, yeah. but you didn't actually eliminate. It wasn't a head to head. Yeah, it's just know? one of you was going to move on and one and wasn't, but it they had to and, make and it. They randomly put dramatic. two together. And what happened just by circumstance, the the 10 year old girl who was an opera prodigy, who was amazing, and I loved her and I loved her family, they were fantastic. For the semifinals, when we were both in the Duncan save, I got voted through by audience. So I, I beat her there, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And then in the finals, I got the top five and she didn't. And they happened to put us two together. Yeah. So I eliminated quote unquote her. So a lot of, uh, I like I said, three or four creepy dudes <coughs> who went out of their way to post on like my Facebook, how she had the voice of an angel 
and you're not even fucking funny and it's bullshit that you went through because she <laughs> is a goddess. It was like it was like 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 they had their white van running a yeah. this, you know. It was it was like that kind of vibe. Like that that was like anyone who was just like you're not even that fucking fun, like whatever, you know, like you Sure man. Yeah, people. that's the you know, if you're on the internet enough, any comic will hear you're not funny. Yeah, you're not that's even just that funny. The numbers, yeah, especially Johnny. You know, and you guys tell me that all I mean, the time. Johnny just hears it at just a just a huge clip, though. Like just in the text thread that we have for the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I do this podcast. I want to be reminded weekly. Yeah, exactly. It's called the humbling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Well, but th- those were the only ones that weirded me out. Like that was enough because, like, because it, it was it was the same type of dude like three or four times. It wasn't. And, and then I had a couple other people like you shouldn't have made it. This person who got eliminated in the semifinals was better. And you, and you're just like, okay, whatever, man. Like, yeah, like I didn't me, do anything. I just got votes, man. I, I just Ryan. badgered the man from the TV. Yeah, that's Ryan, all. Just, it, Ryan, 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 just tell him to just tell him to s a d every time they talk shit. Yeah, you know I was like, I mean? hey, why don't you s my d? Yeah, that's right. Well, speaking of S and D's, pull up a seat. <laughs> yeah. No lunch money required. This is the Cafeteria Podcast. Find us everywhere at Cafeteria Pod. If you're listening for the first time, we appreciate you. We hope you're getting plenty of laughs. We got more coming. Rate us five stars. Write us a sweet review. Tell a couple of friends about us. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. I'm at Jay Quasto, J-Q-U-A-S-T-O on the socials. And this clock ahead cuck saw his shadow upon waking up this past weekend, which means six more weeks of him wearing belly shirts at the mall. He just recorded his very first comedy special in Nashville. It's already being applauded by critics as grainier than the Blair Witch Project. He's representing the Kankakee Valley Cougars. He is Ryan P. Knee Miller. Hello, dear cafeteriaites. Hello, Hello, thespians. Hello, Hello, dearies. Uh, uh, It's a very exciting time for me. I'm back back home. Uh, I think Brent and I are going to have lunch tomorrow. God damn, you sound like you just took a soma. Jesus, Brian, get a little more pumped about it. You're home. Uh, I I know, but like I'm tired, man. I had... Yes, you took a red eye. We all fucking yeah. heard you say it nine yeah, times, right? I took a, and I took a nap, and then like now I feel like a comedy fraud because well, you are. Man, these, these Chuck Norris jokes are suit too good, <laughs> and, yeah. and I, I, I'm like, what am, what am I even doing? I usually mm-hmm. take the pink eye, which is a Greyhound bus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and and then, then if money's tight, I take the brown eye, which is just going mm-hmm. on spirit. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan, when is that? Uh, what day is that hometown festival? The, the toilet tank or whatever it is. <laughs> the toilet, the touch of turd. No, it it is uh, August thirteenth in my oh. hometown of Demott, Indiana. Okay, so what are you home now for then? I thought you were you just trying to prep way ahead of time or what? <laughs> yeah, like like this is a big enough show where I need I need five months mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, of prep ahead of time. No, I am. Uh, I'm doing. Uh, it will already have been over. By the time that people see this, but uh, t- tomorrow night, Wednesday night, I am at Indiana State University. Oh, the uh, Cougars! My no. Okay. Ah, the- <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, your allergies <laughs> really thick ropes. Yeah, your allergies really kicked in. Uh, yeah, I, I somehow sneezed on my own glasses while I was wearing them. Brent, why is Ryan's face covered right now? Well, because I, 
He took uh, what was the stuff we were talking about last week? T drive. T drive. That's right. That's right. Shout out to T drive for not uh, messaging any of us to sponsor the show. Yeah, very excited. I'm sure their uh, their sales went way up. Thanks well, to us last week. Speaking of always up, this daylight savings damsel in Dracar Noir is firmly against. <laughs> the Sunshine Protection Act, because as far as his milky white skin is concerned, the Mm -hmm. more the moon is out, the more his ass can shine. He Mm -hmm. also just shot a comedy special in Nashville. It's already being celebrated as almost emo as the Batman. Check Mm -hmm. out his other comedy special on Drybar titled Crooked Ginger. He's representing the Pope Ron Kelly High School football. Jumping Jack, formerly Rebels, but now Royals. He is Brent Terhue. It's good to be here, guys. After the show, do you guys want to go to the local bar? Uh, you guys want to go to Barnacles? Yep, let's do it. That I meant to bring it up last week, but two weeks ago I did a show in a small town, and all the locals after the show were like, "You going to Barnacles?" <laughs> and I was like, yep. "What's Barnacles?" They're like, "It's right down the street." And it, like at least five people were like, "You going to Barnacles?" And then then they started a chant after the show that one would be like Barnacles. And another one was like, bar, no coal. So they all, I was like, yeah, man, I'll be at Barnacles. I never go to the bar. Ah. (laughs) Like uh, whatever local hotspot they go to, I'll be like, what is it called? I'll be there. And I don't go. I don't know. I'm in a town where I don't know anybody. And I'm not going to drink in a town without a state license plates. This could end badly. I'm not going Uh, to Barnacles. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, it's always like. And every place too. And again, it's another one of those situations we were talking about. They mean well. Yeah. I, I don't think there's anything nefarious planned. No, I don't. There, I don't think it was either. But, but, but it's just like it's always it's always go to like the dive bar barnacles where where <laughs> they have like journey cover bands once a month. Like it's those kind of places. Yeah. Or, or it's like you go into the strip club, <laughs> like like yeah. the dirty strip club that's in town or whatever. You go into Wild Wild Chest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like also too, and they, they go, "Hey man, it's just our local watering hole." Yeah, yeah watering hole. It's just right down the road, but it was just like, I what a perfect name for a bar, Barnacles. Barnacles. Yeah. Just it, really it, nice. was it an Irish themed bar? I don't know. I it was by the water, so that's why I assumed. I think it's a uh, SpongeBob SquarePants themed <laughs> bar. Good. It, it was not a clue themed. <laughs> and also at the show, there was a a woman who I sat behind. And the back of her shirt said, uh, fuck Joe in the hoe. Mm-hmm. But but all the words were, all the letters were different guns. The, yeah. The whole I, font was guns. I I got it. My RV story, I can, I got a bit of a follow up on that one. Okay. Because uh, I, I my favorite font is guns. <laughs> like the Sopranos. It's, it's gun dings. <laughs> Yeah, there's some guy had to take time to figure out what uh, an AR-15 represented which letter. Yeah, and, and and honestly, probably who did it was some like fucker making twenty bucks on Fiverr or something yeah. like that to like graphically design. Oh yeah, guaranteed. Some, yeah, some sort of gun. It, it wasn't an actual gun nut that made that. It no. was like like someone was just like some dude who find like some redneck who found Fiverr. He's like, uh-huh. I'm going to get one of them liberal artists to make me a fuck Joe Biden gun shirt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Someone in Asia made those designs. Yeah. Guaranteed. I, I just love that it was all spelled out of guns. I yeah. love it. That, that's how I sign my checks now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, you don't write in cursive. You write in guns. <laughs> Beretta. Beretta. 
Glock, Glock, yeah, Glock, 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 Glock. That's how Ryan starts off his sets. Glock, 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 Glock. And then I just blow everybody. Uh, well, so what's fellas, what's going on with this RV park? You want? Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell us. You, you you went on a little uh little road trip. Yes, myself and producer girlfriend and uh, and and her children went out on an RV trip for my first RV trip of my life. Their first RV trip of their lives. We rented an RV. Um, what? How how big? Sixty footer? She a thirty two footer? I don't know. I don't know if that's big or not. I assume it is. So well, I'll tell you what. It's pretty fucking big because I hit something with it. So yeah, it's big oh, enough. Nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it, but like, what did you hit? Because that will determine how like. Well, first off, an RV is basically a tank with a toilet. It's too goddamn big. Like, so we um we we got to the, the one place safely, right? And as we're leaving, oh great, now she's hearing this. As we're leaving, uh, you know, I have to I have to make a left out of the space. So I'm thinking, I got this. Like the space, I see the space. It's good. There's a little wooden edge thing um that that kind of marks the space that was kind of like like jutting out a little bit, you know. And as I'm making the left turn, I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention. And in the middle of it, I just hear, and I just turn into my dad back when I was a kid on vacation. I just go, God damn it. And I look, <laughs> and this wood is sticking into the side of the RV. And so she goes, don't move. Get out of the driver's seat. Let me get in the driver's seat. And I swear to God, I don't know how she did it. She was able to get this thing off the wood without any further damage to the thing. And so I had to tell the owner of the RV, right? And she goes, well, um, for now, they're just going to keep the extra $500 deductible, but your uh, the rest of your deductible is another 1000 And, you know, the body shop's going to have to decide how much damage is really done. And I was like, well, let me guess. They always find a way to add shit. And yeah, she yeah, goes, let me guess. They did exactly $1,000. <laughs> Guaranteed. The best part is there's a guy that was coming into the space after us, and he saw what happened. He goes, I'll tell you what, I own an RV, man, and shit. I just hit something at the goddamn gas station a couple miles down the road. I mean, it looked like only $500, $600 worth of damage, but, I mean, you know, they're probably going to fuck you. Like, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love this guy's honesty. That Was he like, you want to go to Barnacles? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm going to Barnacles down the road. You want to go? <laughs> Barnacles is actually just, like, the back of his RV, though. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the best part. So I'm feeling like an idiot because I, I messed up. With, yeah, and, she, and, and it's just like, like it's one of those things too that like that could happen to anybody in theory like I mean, that's why they're called accidents you know like like it happens but you mm-hmm. do feel like a fucking moron like the second it happens for sure well the best part is right before we leave for the trip uh there's a little flower bed on the side of her house and and it's obviously outlined in brick and there's one section of the brick that was completely busted and caved in and i'm thinking I go, what happened? She's like, I don't know. I was like, God damn, someone vandalized the flower bed. <laughs> and so after I hit the RV and I'm mad at myself and like later on that night, she goes, she goes, don't say anything. But, you know, the brick in the flower bed. I go, yeah. She goes, that was me. I backed into it with the RV. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, but was she trying to make it sound like there was a fucking va- like? Did she want like you to first do like vigilante justice to find the vandal? No, she knew that I'd be really, really upset about it, so she didn't tell me. But then once I broke the RV, she's like, "Well, I could tell him now." And so uh-huh. it was, it was that you know the little um tail, what's it called the the tra- the trailer thing that sticks out the back trailer. That's, 
yeah, the, the trailer the, hitch. The, 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 the balloon knot. Yes, yeah, the thing that knot. you hit your shin on when you, do you walk wanna, around. Do you want to join this conversation? <laughs> Are you still in the thing? Okay. Well, we're we're doing. You can say hi really quick. Hey, hi. She's real. Just need some yeah. coffee that morning. That's Joe, and that's Todd. How are you? Guys? Hey. <laughs> yeah, he complained a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. A yeah, I was pissed, pissed at myself. And then the best part is, we go. We're at the the little campsite, and they, there's a way to log into the um the the wi-fi and this place is called moonshot acres is where we're staying right mm. <laughs> and keep in mind i'm with her not from the united states of america right and i'm looking at the uh the wi-fi like the personal wi-fi codes i see trump one i see let's go brandon and i see fuck biden <laughs> and I look around, I shit you not, just about every other RV campsite had a massive ass American flag hanging. And of course, they're all like, is everyone here racist? I'm like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> like, I, don't know. I, I, I think it's unfair to say everyone uh, in the yeah. South is racist, but everyone at that RV park was racist. <laughs> and I realized, oh, it's called Moonshine Acres. Oh, shit. I'm like, we might be in the middle of a rally right now. I don't know what the hell was going on. Yeah, you were about to raid the Capitol again. What happened? And you forgot your keys in Oh, yeah. And then I also forgot my keys uh, as we drove up today. So I had to get uh, the spare keys to uh, get into my place. My brain's on it. Nice 100. to see you guys. Good to see you. All right, that's our second special guest besides my dad and Buford T. Justice. Yeah, yeah. Did Johnny's always bringing the guest? Brent, we need to start bringing guests. Yeah, I, that's all right. Come on out, Vince McMahon. He's been watching the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of these times we just think to like actually bring like someone famous that we know. <laughs> just be yeah. like, just, yeah. just incidentally walk through, but so, they'll also be in a towel. <laughs> so basically, to close out the story. We don't know how much this trip's going to cost, but I feel like I could have gone to space with fucking Bezos for less money. Where did you rent this RV from, Johnny? Uh, a person who owns an RV. So, uh, was so there it's basically like an, like an Airbnb, rent? but for someone's RV. Yeah, there's a website called goodsam.com, and you can rent RVs. Oh, no, wait, no. Goodsam is how you rent an RV spot. We rented off rvshare.com, I believe. Oh, okay. okay I think oh, it's I like turo.com where you can rent a vehicle. Yeah. So do we want to close with some more T-Drive comments? Uh, well, well we, we had a um, we had a patron question. Did oh, we, we do? Not? Yeah, the from, from old Josh Hughes. Oh, how? Oh, Josh Hughes, our, our marketing guru, wants to know how we all met. And we should also, can we read Robin Richards' comment too? Because we posed the, the question last week with oh, T-Drive, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, does load size matter? Right. Uh, Robin Richards says uh, load size. And Robin, never... we, can, we can bleep your name out, Robin Richards, if you don't want this. Yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah Robin Richards. We all know Robin <laughs> definitely wants her name called out. Uh, Robin says uh, load size never mattered to this old broad. <laughs> <laughs> My kind of woman. And also, yeah. we need to thank T.C. Libby and uh, No, we need, Ron... to, we, need to, we need to thank Rhonda. TC okay, Rhonda. For the fan art, because a couple episodes ago we were talking about games. Uh, I don't know how we got on it, but it, what what game was it, Ryan? Bible Adventures. And it, we thought it'd be funny if we were edited into Bible Adventures the cover. So yep. that's on all our social medias. But just fantastic art. Thank you, mostly Thank you, Rhonda, Rhonda, and especially not TC Libby. It was genius, <laughs> genius. 
That's one talented chicken. <laughs> okay, one comment. That's from some D- chicken. <laughs> one comment from D Drive. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need CDL for all these loads I'm hauling. <laughs> I'm gonna need a special license with special training to handle all these loads. I flooded the bedroom. Dot dot dot, and the living room. Dot dot dot, and the kitchen. <laughs> oh my god, man. All right, so how did we meet? Um, so I believe I believe Johnny, you and I met first. Oh God, we must have met in what uh, 2007? It'd be yeah, late 2006 or 2007 Maybe? around that time. I don't know. I, I try to put it out of my memory, but yeah, I think it was around. Well, there. well, I start I started comedy in October of 06, and hopefully it'll be ending soon. <laughs> yeah, and, and I quit in 09, but mm-hmm. I just keep fucking. Just falling backwards into success. It's very annoying. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I've been trying to become like a librarian or some shit for years. You keep, I keep just have people back. writing jokes for you. Yeah, exactly. When, once I fucking crush it, touch a Dutch. <laughs> touch a Dutch, the toilet tank. Now, was it likely that you met Johnny before you met me, Ryan? It Ooh. is 100% guaranteed that I met Johnny before okay. I met you. Well, it should be. Yeah, because... Uh, because I wanted to save the best for last, Brent. <laughs> the best Thanks, is yet to come. Yeah, because because uh, I, I started comedy in L.A. I, I did it like a weird backwards way. That like 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 this, this sounds dumb now, but legitimately, this is one hundred percent how I I actually thought when I started. I thought you had to start in L.A. or New York. Mm-hmm. I, I I thought basically that's like where you went to train to be a comic mm-hmm. and then you could work the road. Cause I knew comedy like happened in Indiana, but I thought you had to go to one of the training centers of comedy before they would let you then to go get there. your license oh. to tell yeah. jokes. It's not stupid now, but I, I, I thought that was the case. So I, I feel so bad for comics who try to start comedy in LA. Cause all they do is become dark, miserable assholes for the most part. Yeah. Waiting three hours for an open mic spot that you may not get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. The, so, I, in hindsight, I don't know. I wouldn't choose that path again. It's it's a it's very competitive. The the pros of starting in LA was there's a lot of stage time, and 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 it's hard not to get better, even if you're because we're all shitty when we start. But it's hard not to get better if you're getting to do three mics a night when you're first. Like like now, doing three mics a night for me is not bad. Like doing any show is not beneficial anymore. You know, there, there's certain ones that, like, it, it's a waste of my time to go to a fucking volatile cholo bar, <laughs> you know, at this point to try to do jokes. I mean, you're already there anyway, Ryan. You might as well go up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's not going to benefit me to do open mic night at Barnacles at this point. You going to Barnacles? <laughs> <laughs> you heckling at Barnacles? <laughs> I think we have the episode title for the week. <laughs> you going to Barnacles? Yes. Uh, so, so... um that, that's how I got started. I was doing a lot of mics there, um, learning stuff. And then what was it your show that we did? Did we I could see this is the part I don't remember specifically, John. Did we just happen to be on a mic together? Or did I re- someone tell me to reach out to you? Because you were booking a show around that time at like Tumbleweeds, I believe. Oh yeah. Tumble the Tumbleweed Comedy Brigade, I called it. I yes. didn't know you booked stuff, Johnny. I would have been a lot nicer to you this whole time if I knew you booked stuff. <laughs> Yeah, you would have loved this dive bar in Huntington Beach, man. It would have been worth your 20 bucks. Uh, I don't know. If I, my guess is we probably met at Martini Blues uh, a Tuesday or Wednesday open mic where 30 people went up. But, yeah, maybe. 
I know you did tumbleweeds. That's for damn sure. Yeah, I did a lot. Yeah, because I don't remember if like we just like we happened to do some random show. You know that like Kenny Klein and like Ooh. those guys, like Grant Cotter and those guys would have been a part of. Could have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that could was, have been. That, that was sort of the crew. That was like the OC crew. Mm-hmm. Yep. That you was. and I were in the ultimate laugh down a few times together. Yes. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ultimate laugh down. I Bill love Words, when ultimate laugh down when yep. comics like talk about the shows they used to do, and it's always the dumbest fucking names. Yeah. Like oh. yeah. We're, we met at uh, at Dynasty Typewriter or Barnacles yeah. <laughs> or Holy City Zoo or Mugsy's. You remember Mugsy's, right? Yeah. Right, Ryan. Yeah. Remember Mugsy? Remember when uh, when 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 Terry Duck comedian used to always? Yeah. <laughs> do you remember we used to do uh, three sheets? Remember three sheets? That was the best show, man. Oh, oh exactly. three sheets! Yeah, and every city has like the blind pig. Uh-huh. <laughs> like that too oh there was there was an, a long time show in la at the um the pig and whistle and then yep. of course as comics uh they'd be like yo man heading to the pig and the pig <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i, I remember it was similar with uh, uh pasadena the barney's beanery sure <laughs> like that show there See, Hell yeah. if you get up early at barney's beanery you could get up at turd cutters on like right. a later set you know <laughs> and then if you want hit the midnight show at barnacles <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 I, I like that show because you can work blue. <laughs> <laughs> you have no choice. It's barnacles. barnacles. What, what was yeah. the Indianapolis mic that was like the Monday mic that used to Melody be? Melody Inn. Yeah. It's still going. Is it really? Yeah, still going. It's a it's a punk rock bar. Uh, and the you, both bathrooms are just covered in stickers of bands that have played there, which that's what I, I love when you go into a bar and it's covered in the wall is covered in stickers, not nothing else. But Dude. like I love like a lot of I like a lot of I like a busy wall at a place. Hell yeah! Uh, now, how did you two meet? I don't know. Okay, uh, I think we enough. we reached out for the same uh, tub of T drive and our hands touched. <laughs> they were fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. And then when we uh, we, we met on Tinder. Before. Oh, okay. yeah. It, it was it was weird. Like we we became really good friends because Brett and I have equal load sizes. That's true. And we were like, this is a really crazy coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh by the way brett my uh my nephew thinks we're the same person okay that's cool yeah Good. so um so producer ann and i we we entertained our nephew uh last week how old uh, he is six okay so um so he was uh he was very fascinated he wanted to like really see like the my game rooms and stuff like that he was very mm-hmm. blown away by how many video games i own and the uh the poster that our sweet boy Johnny got for us as a gift for the special with the wrong date, which I love. That is yeah. very <laughs> still just You're welcome for that. It yeah. was the thought that counts, Johnny. That's yeah. all it was, really. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was very little of it went into to it. <laughs> so so um right now that's kind of, it's sitting in the, the room that I normally record. It's not hanging on the wall yet, but it's kind of just like kind of propped up on the floor. Uh, I, I'm really bad at like framing and like hanging stuff on walls. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. And and my my lovely wife uh, is the one who has to do all that shit. Sure. <laughs> so I feel bad asking her to do it all the what time. What up, producer Ann? Producer Ann. Um, so it's like, it's just sitting on the floor right now. And he walked in and, and he looked at it and he was like, why are there two pictures of you on this poster? <laughs> <laughs> you guys did have very equal beards. Yeah, we at the time. I was like, no, that's a, that's a different guy. He's like, oh, you guys look exactly the same. <laughs> 
And then he just, as a kid does, that was it. That was the end of it. Just ran away. Yeah. (laughs) As a lot of people comment on my stuff and be like, uh, I didn't know Action Bronson did comedy. (laughs) Ah, Action, And then I'd see a picture of Action Bronson. I'm like, God damn it. Don't like anytime somebody compares you to somebody else and you look up who it is, you're like, this is not a compliment. Stop doing that. Yeah, yeah. I, I used for to get me that or him. Like, oh yeah, neither was him. I, I used to get that a lot after shows. Um, uh, for, like it would always be women. It would hurt when women did it. And this was back when I was single. They'd be like, um, "Did anyone ever tell you you look like Seth Rogen?" Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because that sentence never ends with, "And I really want to fuck Seth Rogen." Yeah. <laughs> like that's never well, happened. You know? That's producer's wife. One of her crushes is Seth Rogen. There you oh, go. Yeah? Let's yep. make it happen. Let's well, make it she, happen, guys. I'm going to bag your wife. Say, I can make that work then. I'll she be the doesn't like thing. current day making pottery on Twitter, Seth Rogen. He's too skinny. She wants the pale, chubby. So this is this is what it is right here. Yeah, the knocked up Seth Rogen. Yeah. Like, I look like I've been knocked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah uh, but, but Brett and I, we, pro- we probably met just some random mic. I don't even know, to be honest. The, the the first thing I remember us doing, and we had to have met before this because you asked me to do this. Mm-hmm. But when you were still uh, still at university, yeah, um, when I was studying abroad or two, yeah, am I right? You you were um you were using like the recording studio to like do a podcast or something like that. Yeah. And, oh, and that's you, when he found the Fuck Wolf album. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it would have been around that same time. Mm-hmm. And you had me come in, and we like recorded one of those shows together. Yeah, and, a, uh, and like like a real legit studio. Yeah, nice. but that was the first thing I remember. We obviously okay. had to have met before that because why would you have invited me to do that if we? Hey, stranger, met? studying yeah. broads, busting shops. <laughs> yeah, we went in there. We did. We compared load sizes, <laughs> mm-hmm. and they said no liquids in the studio, but. Uh... You know, it and came was from like, me. Oh, so. so you want me to just leave my balls outside because they're packed <laughs> with liquid? That's why and the doors popped open. So Brensky, I think the first time we met in person was we did a weekend together at a comedy club that blew up like three months later. Yeah, at Nutbusters. Yep, old old <laughs> Nutbusters with a Z. Yeah, yeah, at, at Jism's. <laughs> <laughs> that was the after party. Yeah. Y'all, y'all going to Jism's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we met, and you were Johnny. You were headlining. Uh, which why I, I don't know. To this but day yes. I disagree, but uh, I, so do I. Trust me. I was uh, uh, featuring, and the guy, the owner, kept saying like you were big and like wrestling announcing, and I didn't know. I wasn't unaware of who you were. And then a couple months later, I think you got the gig with uh, WWE, right? I, I forget what year it wasn't that. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was 2017 or 18. I don't remember when we did. But it. he was talking you up, and then later you got the WWE thing, and I was like, I guess that guy was right. Yeah, he didn't know how to keep a club from not burning, but otherwise, nice guy, well, though. You know, sometimes you got to shake somebody down. That's what they did on uh, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Of course. You got to blow with the Z. Place Goodfellas up. with a Z. With a Z. That's what Ryan's going to be doing when he's shaking people down at his hometown festival in August, the old tack shack. Yeah, the old, the old touch of taint. <laughs> and then the after party. At Jism's and Barnacles. <laughs> <laughs> Brensky, put yourself over. Brentcomedy.com. I will be at the Granby Theater in Norfolk, Virginia, coming up here uh, real soon. And then I will be in Des Moines, Iowa at the Funny Bone, April 1st and 2nd. So you know it's going to be a big comedy show on April Fools. That's right. Uh, the rest of my dates at Brentcomedy.com. Boom. Right. Hey, 
Trent sucks. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Oh, get Trent sucks on the camera right now. Get him Trent, on the camera. Yeah, yeah. Look, he's even wearing my merch. Two special guests in one night. Yeah. Look at that. Merch. So. <laughs> yeah. What a piece of shit shirt that is. Yeah. <laughs> so buy my buy my merch if you're at a show, guys. You'll you look like a fat piece of shit if you do. <laughs> if I were Trent, I would go shirtless and throw that in the fire. Um, uh, April, uh, triple threat.com, triple threat eight, and all the things. Uh, April 7th through 9th, I'm at Laughing Gas mm-hmm. in uh, in Cape Girardeau, Missouri. Buy tickets there, happy to be coming back. Um, I will hopefully have something to announce soon uh, for some Vegas dates. Hey, now in April, they're not confirmed yet, but we're uh, getting there. And then, um, old, old Johnny LaCosta will be part of this doing a little uh, Florida run. Uh, the May 4th, I'm in Orlando, Florida, the 5th in Gainesville. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're uh, still figuring out if he's going to be there the 6th and 7th as well. Probably not, but it might still mm-hmm. happen. Uh, I'm in uh, Panama City Beach in Destin, Florida. So get tickets for all of those. You can find them on my website and my social medias. Boom. Quastospecial.com. You can watch my comedy special titled Physical Therapy for free on Roku, Tubi, Sling TV, and Zumo. I'm doing those shows with Ryan. WrestleMania weekend in Dallas going to be pretty busy the whole time doing Zicky Dice's Outlandish Paradise, uh, doing uh, No Peace Underground. Um, still waiting on confirmations from other stuff, hopefully. April 28th to 30th, Caravan Comedy Club, Louisville. And then uh, Richmond, Virginia, the last weekend in May. It's I forget what it is. Um, Sandman Comedy Club, we'll be doing that. And otherwise, uh, and as always. Oh, thanks, patrons. Should we read the patrons' names and shit? Yes, we love the patrons. Where do think these SOBs? Let's let's read these little SOBs names. Uh, we got thank you to Craig Monroe, Sean Murphy, Mike Hawk, Nicole, Josh Hughes, Zach Belstra, Prafro, TC Libby, and Ron. Yeah. Joey Egan, Todd Curtis, Rusty Martin, Jacob Schwartz, Matthew Malin, Jason Nicholson, Bronwyn Devonshire, Tom Springsteen. Vanessa O'Connor, Dexter LaPierre, Robin Richards, Burt Crisafi Jr., and Bobby Goldman. And no, I did not read that cut Kendall Bailey's name because he quit on us, much like Pug never even signed up. What up, Kendall? What up, Pug? Yeah, at least Kendall had the decency to to like us for a little while. Pug's yeah. always been a piece of shit. That's right. <laughs> sure is. Freeloading. God, I, I, just, I, I just want to fucking cover Pug and Acid. That's how mad I am. Yeah. (laughs) And as always, we'll see you at Barnacles. (laughs) Yeah, see you at Barnacles, everybody. For a whiter Christmas tea drive. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us in the cafeteria. If you had a good time, rate us five stars, write us a nice review on whatever platform you're listening on. And if you didn't enjoy yourself, I'm gonna be honest, we probably won't do better next time. We appreciate you.